Hi, I'm Tom Doyle. And I'm Joanne Doyle. And welcome to Good News from the Middle East. And what a start we have to the new year with uh, hosting one of our our favorite friends that we have, Hormoz Shariat, the Billy Graham of Iran. We're privileged to partner with them and and the great ministry, Iran Alive, and so thankful for uh, Hormos's life and his ministry and his sweet wife, Donnell. Right. And so, Hormos, we are just thrilled to have you with us today. Well, I'm so glad. Um, I'm thankful for allowing me to share, but I'm so glad that we are friends and that we serve the Lord together. Amen. Are you going to talk about... Your broadcast on our channel also? Yeah, we are. Well, maybe we should start there. Why don't, why don't we start there? You know, a while back we were having this discussion. You and I were talking about the breakthroughs and you were saying it was women-led and one thing led to another. And here we are. Joanne has just um, launched on your network, Flourish, a woman's program. And we are thrilled. It just started this week, we are so excited about that. Thank you for letting us be a part of Iran Alive and, and what you're doing, your ministry. Well, thank you for partnering with us to reach out to Iran and Iranians. Uh, as you may know, Iran is the most open Islamic nation, maybe even any nation. Mm. Right now, Ooh. Iran is ripe for Christ and anything you sow, you see immediate and multiple fruits and growth. Let, I mean, this is supernatural, Tom. You know better than me. That this breakthrough among Muslims, Muslims are so hard to reach mm. out to. And here, a nation has turned away from Islam and are open to the message of the gospel. And when you go, when you partner with us, use the satellite broadcast, and together we go over the heads of mullahs, into the people's homes, and here are hungry, oppressed people looking for salvation. Mm. And here we present Jesus, who is Savior. He is the one who gives women freedom mm. and value. And the people of Iran, the Muslims, women of Iran, are totally ready for Joanne's messages. They mm. are ready. Oh. oh my gosh, and we wow. are so thrilled, Hormos, when we... When we put this together, we were going to see it on five times a week, and your team got a hold of us, and it's actually on 11 times during the week. Wow. This is amazing. Joanne? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I truly am speechless. I I wish I had the adequate words to describe what my heart feels, but first of all, Hormos, we are so honored and so humbled that we've had the privilege to to partner with you and that you've asked us, invited us to create Flourish for these precious, precious women in Iran. So our team, you know, we're uncharted, but our women's ministry of uncharted is not forgotten. So together we wrote these 13 programs the first season. And so now they're playing. They just started this this week on Friday. So I am so, we are praying constantly, of course, as those messages go out that God is not only preparing the hearts of the women and the people that will hear, but that he will do a mighty work, salvation, growth, you know, setting them free, healing the brokenhearted. And um, then we can't wait to hear what God is doing. I know you get calls and so forth occasionally. So we're hoping to hear how God is using that program for his glory. Amen. Amen. You know, Women in Iran, in general, women in Islam are so oppressed. Mm-hmm. And 
uh, Jesus has a special grace and favor for those who are oppressed. That's why you see uh, Islamic women have a greater encounter with mm, Jesus, both amen. visions, dreams, miracles. Jesus has a favor on women more, you know, Muslim women than, yes. than men, looks like. And, and the result is that the women in Iran are at the forefront of the spiritual revolution. They mm. are brave. Some, you know, when I look at them, they are more brave than the men. They go on streets, wow. and the government says, you're, you're supposed to come on streets with covering, you know, cover your mm-hmm. hair. And they go and they take off their scarf. To us in the West, it's a minor thing. For them, it's a major thing. The oh, government yes. was so upset, they put, they said, they passed the law last year. If a woman takes his covering, her covering uh, off on street, that would be five years <sighs> of jail. Wow. They passed that law. Wow. You know what happened? Women not only did that on streets, they went on social media in front of camera and said, you say we cannot do it here. And they took off their scum. Whoa. And did you know, and this is a prayer request, there are several women in jail today in Iran and for five years, they started last year for four more years wow. just because they took off their scarf. Oh, that is just heartbreaking. And Jesus, and that's who Jesus is reaching out. Mm. So when they come to Christ, they're already brave. They they already, they value Jesus. You know, when you come from darkness to light, you value the light. Yes. So people who come from Islam in general, especially women, who come from Islamic oppression to Jesus, they become brave soldiers for Christ. Mm. And I have so many of them. Wow. Wow. And, you know, you look at Iran, it doesn't seem that long from the revolution in 79. And, of course, you were walking in darkness. You grew up Muslim, and you were in the midst of the darkness. You were involved in the protests and the marches. Can you let our listeners know about what your life was like before you met Jesus in Iran? Yeah, I was uh, born in Iran. I was a Muslim, and I was pretty devout my early years, you know, prayer and uh, Ramadan fasting. But when I got to my teenage years, I said, this doesn't make sense. Just memorizing this thing and repeating it, what does it add to me? Uh, If God wants me to be a good person, okay, I will be a good person. So I quit doing that and tried to be a good person and focus on my dream which was to come to the United States and get get a PhD and be a research scientist. I work on that. Uh, but when revolution happened, I was on the streets of Tehran and shouting death to America, which, by the way, I have changed my mind since then. I sing God bless America today. And, uh, but uh, when, when I came to U.S. and I found the Lord here, that's when I realized uh, I had a mission to reach out to my people, because they were like me, blind. They say they're, they're out there not knowing what, what else is available. Mm-hmm. And so my job is to just give them an option. Let them hear. How can they believe if they do not hear? And so that, that's what God called me to share the gospel. I don't cause people to come, come to Christ, but God knows so many have come to Christ mm-hmm. over the last few Hormos, would you share with us that prayer, that bold prayer that you prayed when you knew God was calling you to, to reach out to the people in Iran, to your people in Iran? 
Yeah, that was uh, one of the main encounters I had with God. I was a new believer. They arrested my brother at uh, 16 years old, and they kept him for two years. I was praying, God uh, set him free. He hasn't heard the gospel. My mm-hmm. family wasn't the believer, believers then, and by the way, today, many, 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 many of them have come to Christ. The last time I counted, which is about 10 years ago, was like 60 of them. Now, the rest I don't know, but uh, there are many coming to Christ. So, uh, my brother was arrested, and they kept him two years, 16 years old, arrested, 18 years old. They mm. e- e- executed him by firing squad. And I went through mm. a crisis. I said, God, what is this? And through that two, three days of crisis, God, what as a Christian, what I need to do. And I heard God saying, those people who killed your brother, they are not your enemies. There's only one enemy, and that's Satan. Mm. Those who killed your brother, those Islamic terrorists, they are not our enemies. They are victims in the hands mm-hmm. of our enemies. So I, I got that. I said, okay, I won't hate them, and but they're... Uh, they're in the hands of our enemy, Satan. What do I need to do? What is my part? Mm-hmm. And I felt God saying, if you want to take revenge of uh, Satan, there's only one way to take revenge of Satan. What is it, God? Share the gospel. Mm. Evangelize. Because when one person comes to Christ, we know there is party, there is rejoicing among angels in heaven. Mm-hmm. So at the same time, there is mourning mm. in the courts of hell with Satan. So the best thing you can, I can do is to share the gospel. So I said, God, even though I'm so shy, I'm an engineer type, I'm an introvert, I'm a nerd, I'm more comfortable with books than people. Okay, I will share the gospel, even though it's hard. But, but if I want to do it, I want to do it big. Would you use my life to bring one million Muslims mm-hmm. to Christ? I didn't know what I was praying. It was just a desire. And I dedicated my life to share the gospel. By the way, it was so hard. The beginning years, I was—I would go out and share the gospel with one person, and I was sweating my hands, everything, because I was so shy. Aww. It was not easy for me to talk to people to share the gospel. But the Holy Spirit enables us, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, Hermos, I— have been privileged to go into Iran a couple of times to take Bibles in, meet with the underground church. What an incredible blessing. And there were so many things that I just had wrong on Iran before I got there. I thought all the people would hate us. Not true. I I thought that there wouldn't be receptivity to the gospel. Not true whatsoever. And um, uh, amazingly, the government guide that picked us up the first time at the hotel was driving through Tehran to our hotel. It was late at night, just a couple of us. And he said, um, so are you Christian or Muslim? And I said, Christian. And he said, I think all of the young people in Iran are going to follow Jesus. I think all of them will. And I said, are you Christian or Muslim? He said, no, I'm Muslim, but I think they will. I think they'll follow Jesus. And I said, I'm shocked you would say that. And he said, well, Tom, who would you want to follow? Someone that talks about love and preaches peace and helped people and did great miracles or that guy. And he pointed to the side of a building and it was about like a 75 foot high picture of the Ayatollah and with this frown on his face. And I thought I wasn't expecting that. And um, and then when it came to the people, oh, my gosh, we could not go places 
Hormos without people literally grabbing our arms and saying, come in the house. We want to serve. We want to serve you. We want to eat. We want to find out about America. So hospitable. Mm -hmm. See, we just have this kind of group think mentality as the government goes. So goes the people in Iran, whatever the government hates, the people love. Isn't that the truth? (laughs) That's right. That's why when the government uh, puts up these rallies, uh, that they force, by the way, they force their employees and their families get out and do these rallies of death to America. And then they give them a dinner or lunch and they go home. Mm-hmm. And uh, by the way, they haven't been able to do that the last year or two. Wow. They, even, even the government, uh, uh, you know, employees, they're, they're not going out there to do this. So any clip you see is for not now. It was like two years ago, the last one they managed to do. But I want to make this point. When they say the government people, they're saying death to America, death to America, there is such a disconnect between the government and people. Mm. So when they say death to America, the people think, oh, they must be good people if our government is against them. Mm. (laughs) Wow. And I just want to tell the listeners, you have a new book out, Iran's Great Awakening, how God is using a Muslim convert to spark revival. And uh, wow, it is terrific. And wonderful we, book. We are so thrilled. We got to know you. The forwards by Joel Rosenberg. That's how we met each other. And then we're both, all of us, Joanne and I and you, are on the speaking team with Voice of the Martyrs. So we occasionally are at some of the same things together. Our friendship deepened, and we are so blessed. But you know, the eyes of the world are on Iran. We were just talking with a Christian ministry. They were interviewing us, and they said, whenever we mention the word Iran or what's happening with the church there, the the viewership just goes up exponentially. Right. People are interested. Here we're in the epicenter of terrorism, the, the place where uh, they're talking about nuclear weapons, going to aim them at Israel, threatening President Trump, all of these things but the fastest growing church per capita in the world. It's just phenomenal when you think about what God has done with the people. And isn't it amazing that women are leading the way? The spiritual gatekeepers of the family, as Joanne says, are the women, and they're leading the way in Iran. Mm. That, that's true. And uh, we, you know, in our, we do underground churches. We train leaders that the most brave and the, uh, most effective leaders we have are women, and uh, they are at the forefront. You know, it looks like the speed of fear is leaving Iran and Iranians. Mm. Uh, the Prince of Persia is being defeated. Amen. That's mentioned in the Bible over the over Persia. It's being defeated, and you can see the result mm. in people of Iran, especially women, who Islam is losing its grip on their minds and their hearts. And that's one reason you see, we see so many come to Christ. There is a spiritual freedom and supernatural work of God uh, uh, coming to Iran. And Iranian Muslims, not like other Muslims in other nations who do not dare to question Islam, mm-hmm. do not dare to read any other thing except Quran. Uh, Iranians have become free to freely mm. compare, mm. freely compare Islam with others. And I read things that are shocking. I read blogs of non-Christians in Iran, and things like this will shock me. They write, Islam is not of God, it is of 
Satan. Wow. I mean, that's, that's, not a, that, that's not from a Christian. We Christians don't say things like that. We are, we are respectful of Islam. But statements like that come from Muslims that's themselves. That's crazy. Wow. Wow. And then go ahead. I'm sorry. um, You know, one thing I love what you talk about in your book, which, by the way, friends, read, read this. It's so good. Great Great Awakening. It is amazing. Not only do you get a a flavor of Hormos and Donnell's personal testimony and story, but what God is doing in Iran now and what he will do in the future, which is what I'd love to hear you talk about next is that beautiful prophecy in Jeremiah. And I believe all these salvations that we are seeing are are part of the fulfillment of the promise that God has in scripture. Could you tell us a little bit about that passage and how you see it playing out? Uh, yeah, well, talking about my book, the first part, as you mentioned, is my testimony and my journey. Uh, the second part is about all the prophecies in the Bible, very careful studies. I don't want it to uh, just twist the prophecies to our liking, right. but what it exactly says about the future of Iran. There is so much um, uh, about Iran in, in the Bible. And then the third part is, how do we get there? There's a strategy, there's a plan to get there. By the way, if you want to get my book, the best is to uh, text a word to a number, and I send you a link so you can go and, and, and get it. Perfect. Uh, may, I, may I share that? Uh, of course, oh, yes, yeah. please. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is. If you text the word Iran, I-R-A-N, to this number, 74784. So text the uh, I read to seven four seven eight four, just like airplane seven four seven eight four, and you get a link and you can uh, click on the link and get uh, and you will know how to get the the, the book. Perfect. But going back to your question, yeah, there is so much about Persia in the Bible. Uh, many the five books of the Bible were written in Iran. Isn't that something? And, uh, Kings of Iran are mentioned in the Bible, and one thing I say: the only, you know, uh, Genesis chapter twelve, God promises Abraham a blessing to those who bless you, and a curse mm-hmm. for those who bless right. your children, and a blessing for those who bless your children. And you, throughout the history, you see many nations uh, with Holocaust, with being against the Jews. They have cursed the Jews, and they have been cursed. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and you see what happened to them, like Hitler. But the only nation, according to the Bible, that qualifies for that blessing is Persia. It's Iran. Mm. Iran is the only nation in the Bible who blessed the Jews. You know, Cyrus set the captives free, not only set them free to go back to Jerusalem, he paid them money to build the temple. That temple was built by Iranian money, by Persian money. So... That's one reason I believe God is visiting Iran Mm -hmm. in a special Mm -hmm. way. He's remembering what Cyrus did. Yes. Well, that is profound. Uh, Hormos, in case our listeners are not familiar with those five books of the Bible. So we have Daniel, Esther. What would the other ones be that were written in Persia? Habakkuk. Yes. Habakkuk, Ezra. Nehemiah. And Nehemiah. 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 That's right. Wow. 
five books. That's amazing. I really believe that. I think you're right. I think you're right on that. Um, oh, I just thought of something. Here, the book of Esther, of course, was also written in Iran. And here we have Esther, who is a Jewish woman, you know, living there in the Babylonian captivity. And she is a woman that is very bold for her face. Could that be why now the Iranian women living in that same place are so bold for their faith in Christ? I wonder if there's a spiritual connection there. Hmm. Definitely, yes, Joanne. And I'm hearing here and there some women, uh, Iranian women, Muslims who have come to Christ, they read the book of Esther and they get so inspired Hmm. and they say, I want to be like her. Wow. I want to go before the king and intercede before the king and bring salvation to my nation. Wow. 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 And, and you know what? This is not just something that we believers are talking about. This turning away from Islam, this openness to the gospel, we're actually seeing that in surveys right now. And you read an interesting survey, I think, in the last six months, something like that, Hormoz. I think 50,000 were interviewed. Is that right? Can you tell the listeners about it? Yeah, this is a scientific survey. You know, Tom, I make statements and people first are shocked. What? What are you talking about? Like, I say, Iran will be a Christian nation. And they say, what are you talking mm-hmm. about? They say, it's not my idea. It's in the Bible. It's God's <laughs> idea. It's a promise. So one statement I've been making the last three, four years is this. Iran is no longer an Islamic nation. Mm-hmm. And when I mentioned that in the past, people would come and say, oh, come on, you're exaggerating. Exaggeration is a kind of lying, in a, in a way. You're lying. Iran, Iran is an Islamic nation. So I kind of toned it down for a while. But this last September, there was a scientific, solid research done by non-Christian professors. They surveyed 50,000 people, 90% of them from inside Iran, about what do you believe. And the survey showed that less than one-third of Iranians consider themselves Shiite Muslims. Wow. So Islam is defeated in Iran. God is doing his part. Should shouldn't we be doing our part? I mean he did he opened the heart. He he died on the cross for Muslims. He's appearing to them in visions, dreams and miracles. He has opened the nation for us. What else should he do? He has done everything and it's our turn. It's our turn to just share the gospel with them and that's what mm-hmm. you're doing, Joanne. Mm. With the flourish programs, you're going into people's homes, and on the other side, people are open and hungry. Mm. They receive what you're saying, Ugh. and not just receive to feel good. You're going to make a move. You're going to make a movement among the Iranian wow. women wow. that will impact the whole nation. Oh. Wow, that's just. I can't even. Again, I'm speechless. That is such an astronomical thought in my mind. You know, the interesting thing, Hormoz, was when Tom went to Iran these, you know, the two times he was fortunate enough to go there, I was not able to go. Our our children were still younger. But I will say, since we started working with you, God has given me this deep love for these women of Iran. I've met many Iranians here in Texas. Gosh, they are the most gracious people. Um, But for the women over there, I go to sleep at night, I close my eyes, and I see a sea of these beautiful women's faces that I've never met before, but I have this deep, deep love for and am constantly interceding for them, for their salvation, 
for their safety. And, you know, as they share their faith, as you said, they're so bold, praying that God will surround them with his presence so that they can keep doing the work to, to reach others for the kingdom of God. But gosh, thank you so much for the invitation to partner with you with Flourish. We are so, so, so grateful. Thank you. I think this is a partnership, it's a friendship from God, and yes. together we will see a great, great move of God in Iran. It's already happened, and Amen. they are ready. As I shared this year, the number of salvations through our satellite broadcast, 10 to 20 times more. Wow. We have never had anything like this the last 20 years of broadcast. This year was the best wow. in terms of number of salvations. Mm. 14,000 people came to Christ. And most of them, you know, two-thirds of them, that's even a better news. Wow. Two-thirds of these 14,000 came to Christ, not just through our programs, but through the people we trained. That's we incredible. trained people how to share the gospel through our satellite channel in May. We took the whole month of May. We trained people. This is how you share your testimony. This is how you share the gospel. This is how you answer. And an army of evangelists mm -hmm. were released. That's why we see over 500 come to Christ every week. Not to wow. us, through wow. them. Wow. Wow. That truly is amazing when you think about that, that they are so uh, energized to share their faith. And I think about 14,000 people, that's 14,000 families. That's 14,000 different groups of people that they're surrounded with. And they are so excited, so thrilled, they are going to tell others this is the best news. Uh, Hormos, when I was doing Christmas shopping for Joanna right before Christmas, I was in a store and there was a woman that came up. She was covered. She had jet black hair, olive skin, and blue eyes. And I said, are you from Iran? And she said, how did you know? <laughs> I, I said, I took a wild guess. We met hundreds like you in Iran. And I told her a little bit about what you're doing, and we get to partner in this women's program. And I happen to have it on my phone. I just played the little introduction, the little theme song to flourish for her. And she put her hand on her heart and said, this is beautiful. I'm going to watch this program. And this is a practicing Muslim. Mm -hmm. And we just want our listeners to know it is not that hard. You can get them on Iran Alive. You can just build a friendship with them, spend time with them. They are open to the gospel right. like never before. God's doing something, but we know it's never a walk in the park because the devil is going to be on our heels fighting us. And so in the epicenter of terrorism is where you're beaming into Hormos and, and the church is growing. God's doing things, but we know the enemy comes to kill, rob, and destroy. He wants to wipe it out. What kind of spiritual warfare have you been attacked with in your family? What have you experienced as you've gone up against the gates of hell in Iran? Yeah, it, uh, we are facing a dark spirit. You know, every Christian, we are in a spiritual warfare mm -hmm. at some level, and we need to be aware we have an enemy. And, uh, sometimes you get suddenly discouraged. I'm sure everybody... You get up in the morning sometimes, and then you say, you say to yourself, I was so up and encouraged last night. Mm. And this morning I get up, 
and I'm so discouraged mm. and hopeless. What yeah, happened? Yeah. Nothing changed between last night and this morning, you know? Nothing happened mm -hmm. except that you're under attack. Your mind, your heart is under attack. So we are facing the dark spirit of Islam. So we are entering a spiritual warfare at another level. Mm -hmm. And uh, the spirit of Islam does not want to let its captives to go that easily. There is a warfare. Mm -hmm. That's why we prayer is one of our main ministries. We mm -hmm. One of the great things I'm happy about is we organized about uh, two years ago. We organized our prayer ministry and it's growing. We have over 12,000 people, Muslim background believers, who are praying wow. day and night. We have... We have 24-7 prayer chain the wow. last three years, unbroken. And for every minute, not just one person, several people have signed up for each minute for to pray. So wow. prayer is essential to yes. defeat that, that, uh, that dark spirit of Islam, especially the Prince of Persia, which is mentioned in the Bible, right. which is so strong, you know? Prince of Persia is so strong that it took Michael, the... Mm -hmm. uh, Archangel, who is a warrior himself, yes. Michael, mm -hmm. warrior. It took him 21 years to overcome that spirit. That's right. Wow! Wow! Yeah. So true. Oh, wow! Well, Hormos, this has been uh, really, truly a blessing for us to spend this time with you. And as we close, we're going to pray. I want to. I want to ask if you would pray for the people of Iran. I'm going to ask Joanne to pray for the women in general in Iran. They yes, would. but and before you close, Hormos, um, of course, we would love to know how we can pray for you and your family. Our listeners, our friends would love to know that, too. Even after this broadcast is over, um, prayers will continue. So what are a few ways that we can pray for you, your ministry, your family? Well, I appreciate that. And You know, um, by the way, I want to give you some good news. On um, Christmas, we... Uh, I was telling my Donnell, oh, our kids are away, but we're going to have the best Christmas. And by the way, it was the best Christmas because our daughters called and we talked. So oh. there was a breakthrough there. Praise there, God. Yeah. There was a great breakthrough there. And we found that we're going to have our second grandchild coming this year. Yay! And, uh, and my sixth daughter, you know, that's a prayer request. Uh, my sick daughter, who did not want to have babies at all, now she's considering it seriously. Wow. And pray for her health that mm -hmm. she will be able to, mm. to have a baby. Yeah. Yes, mm. we will pray for her. Oh my gosh, that what a gift. Oh my gosh, what a gift that, that not only you had a wonderful conversation with your daughters on Christmas, but then you got this exciting news that your tribe is increasing. And now we will pray for your daughter, the one that's ill, that God will open up her womb. In fact, I was just reading this morning, <clears throat> I just started First Samuel, and I was just reading the story of Hannah and how she longed for a child. And we don't know what her physical ailments were, but there was something that prevented her from having a baby until God touched her and opened her womb. And that's what we will pray for your daughter amen that is for sure how, how can we pray for you oh well thank you well you know just uh pray for our family we have six children uh four married ins uh, 10 grandchildren praying for a bunch more so there's always things going on just pray for the safety of our our family 
as we're involved in this work, we've experienced the blowback for sure. Once you see a great victory for the Lord, he's coming at you. And a lot of times he goes in the back door Mm -hmm. to get to your family. And that's where it's really heartbreaking. So praying that we're all in the armor and standing strong for God, that's most important. And that, that God would continue to bless Uncharted as we're partnering and seeing great breakthroughs uh, throughout the world. Joanne, anything you want to add to that? No, I would. I guess I would say, Hormos, the same thing that, that you mentioned for your children, more than anything. Yes, safety and health, That's always those are great prayer requests. Of course, we long for that. But more importantly, most importantly, is their walks with the Lord, yes. that each one would grow deeper in their love for Jesus and a hunger for his word and living out the truth with, um, with holy boldness. I think that's I could, right. that's probably a prayer request for both of our families. That's exactly right. No, no greater yeah. joy than knowing our children are walking, walking in, in the, the truth. truth. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That is so for sure. You sh- asked me a question I, I didn't answer to because I, I, I want to sometimes, you know, say, oh, physical attacks, attacks on your children. There might be some people in your uh, listening to you who the enemy could use that to discourage them or to mm-hmm. put fear in their hearts. You don't know the people who listen to your podcast, how strong they're in faith. But when you talk about, I, I started serving the Lord among Muslims and mm-hmm. my body was attacked, my family was attacked. Sometimes the enemy uses that to stop people. from. That's true. Doing that's right. That, that's, I don't know if you agree with that with me or that, not. That, that's You're right. I didn't answer your question too, with too much detail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, I think some people think I'd rather play it safe and just coast and yeah. maybe let others That's do right. that. I'm not sure I'm up for it, but greater is he that is in you than he that is in the That's world. Right. And the okay. joy okay. that we have in our hearts from seeing what God is doing in Iran, in Syria, among Holocaust survivors in Israel, all the incredible ministries we're blessed to be a part of our, uh, wow, it's something, well, we know you've got to go. Yes. I'm going to ask Hormos, could you say a prayer? And then Joanne, could you close Absolutely. us? Yeah. Yes, Lord. Lord, we are so grateful for not just saving us, but calling us to be workers with you in your kingdom, Lord. Uh, we know there are hardships, but there is joy. There are battles, but there are victories. Lord. That's right. Thank yeah. you for all the victories we've had. And we pray for the 2021 Mm -hmm. that you continue to pour your grace on Tom and Joanne and on Charted, that they will have greater victories than the year before. Mm. Expand their tent, Lord. Expand their influence among nations, Lord, as they seek to serve you. I Mm. pray that you serve them, serve their children, Lord. Protect their children from the the evil one. Mm. Protect their hearts protect their minds, protect their bodies, Lord. I pray that each of their children will be mighty men and women of God, loving you, serving you for generations. Pray for the grandchildren, that they will know you from childhood. Mm, They will hear your voice from childhood. They will dedicate their life, and they will be serving you, Lord. I pray Mm -hmm. blessing on Uncharted that you provide for them, not just finances, but new opportunities to impact nations. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Oh, Jesus, thank you for calling us to be your sons and daughters. Thank you for the gift that we have in meeting brothers and sisters in Christ that are from other nations and serving you in ways that we never thought to, just as you have with Hormos and Donnell. Thank you for the partnership that we have, the friendship that we have, the joint love that we have for you and for each other. 
And so, Lord, I lift up Hormos and, and Iran Alive Ministry and Donnell. God, continue to meet their needs in divine and holy ways. Thank you for the holy boldness that they have and how they are not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, but they share it with, with incredible boldness and with clarity. And so because of that, Lord, we know that we are all under that spiritual attack, but we thank you for the promise that you said, Jesus, in this world we will have tribulation. But take heart, I have overcome the world. And so thank you, Lord, that no matter what we walk through, that your hands of grace surround us. And so as we lift up Hermos and Donnell, Iran Alive Ministries and their family, we do pray that you would surround them with your presence. Thank you for um, Michael, who battled the Prince of Persia and was victorious. And may that battle that continues be victorious in Jesus' name. And we pray for Hermos's family. We pray for this new baby that's on the way. So thank you, God, for these two grandchildren. And we pray that as their names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life, that they will live and walk with you all the days of their life. And we pray for their daughter who's had frailness in her body. Would you touch and heal her? Would you open her womb just as you did Hannah's? And may she give that child back to the Lord and may that child walk with you all the days of his or her life. And Father, um, we both know that, or we all know, I guess three of us here, we know that our bodies are weak and frail. We are just your little dust people, but it's the, the spirit of God living within us that gives us the, the joy, the strength to serve you. So would you overcome those physical um, physical ailments in all of us, but especially in Hormos and Donnell and their family? Shear them up, Father, so that they can serve you more strongly. When discouragement comes in, would you bring the Holy Spirit to renew hope and, and bring victory? Father, thank you for what you are doing in Iran. Thank you for those men and women and even children that are rising up against all odds and walking with Jesus. We pray that you would get the word of God in their hands. We pray for those not only um, broadcasting through Iran Alive's ministry, but those that are coming on the streets and sharing the truth, that they would not be swayed by false religions, but that they would stay true to the word of God and to, um, to Jesus. So Father, those women out there that are leading the way, continue to infuse your strength in them. Give them victory as they go forth. Um, fill the needs in their heart. Heal those broken places. Women are so ostracized. God, touch them in those places so that they'll be stronger for the kingdom. We love you, Jesus. Thank you for this time together. Thank you for your presence in our lives. And we pray in the name of Jesus. And we've been privileged to have Dr. Hormo Shariat with us. Be sure and pick up his new book, Iran's Great Awakening. Hormos, can you say it again? How do they text to get this book? Yes, you can. Text the word Iran, I-R-A-N, to this number, 74784. 74784. So instead of calling a number, just put 74784 and text the word Iran. Amen. And we'd say, and add to it a generous gift That's for this right. ministry. We can't think of a better ministry to support. Mm -hmm. uh, and of course, Hormos is the president of Iran Alive. Be sure and check out their website, Sweet Wife Donnell. God's used them so much in the nation of Iran and with Persian people here in America. It's an honor to have you. Thanks for being with us, Hormos. Yes, thank you, Hormos. Give our love to Donnell, too, please. Uh, God. God bless you. We love you so much. Oh, we and, love you too. Uh, you're always an inspiration. Your love, your grace, always an encouragement to us. Mm. Thank Amen. You. Well, thank thank you. you. God bless you. Back at you, brother. That's right. That's right. <laughs>
I'm Tom Doyle. And I'm Joanne Doyle. And thank you for being with us on Good News from the Middle East. Thank you.